Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. Bill Belichick, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll. The sport will never, ever be the same because of what has transpired over the past 24 hours. Three all-time greats moving aside. You know, think about the Patriots and, and I'll always be a Patriot. Patriots! He's got a cold, so I'm not going to kiss him. This ain't the Villages! This wild-card matchup against the Steelers. Oh, no. The weather can be the ultimate equalizer, and I don't like that. Mike Danger. I think we would all love if the Bills do to the Steelers similarly what they did to the Patriots a couple of seasons ago, right? Like, we want that perfect game. We expect that perfect game against what is perceived to be an inferior opponent. Gene Battaglia. I look at the weather and I look at the special teams. And certainly the turnovers. Right? The Bills will turn it over. You got to figure once or twice. But if the Bills are going to lose a game, how would I describe it? Snowband and a special teams play. Yeah! All right, good morning to you, and thanks for listening to the Sports Bar. 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. You're back in the Sports Bar, Danger and Bataglia. Appreciate you making us part of your afternoon, whether you're listening locally at 95.7 FM, AM 950, anywhere in the free-to-download Odyssey app, or maybe watching the video stream. Our YouTube channel is The Fan Rochester, also at The Fan Rochester on Twitch. Even if you're at your desk, you got an Alexa, an Amazon Echo, ask it to play 95.7 The Fan, and we're there with Maggie Gray joining us here in about 20 minutes from New York. I should say Rochester's own Maggie Gray <laughs> yes. joining us from New York City, the host of Maggie and Perloff Mornings here on The Fan and CBS Sports Radio. Uh, she'll, she'll be stopping by to talk some bills, to talk some NFL, and to accept her 2023 Take of the Year Award here in about 20. Yeah, this was the original report. Okay, this is from KDKA's Marty Griffin, KDKA, our sister station's news station down in Pittsburgh. Sources tell him Steelers' bills could get moved to Cleveland if lake effect weather and state of emergency is declared in Western New York on Sunday. He says the Brown Stadium's officials have been told to be ready. Um, just about everybody that covers both teams has come out and said, no, 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 including our own Sal Capaccio. Um, NFL spokesman to me, this is Sal uh, tweet via text regarding this report. Not true. There's no change to the game's status. 
Okay. Well, it's just not going to happen. No. What are we talking about? Like, you imagine a postseason game where they say, you know what? We can't play it. You, you've earned home field advantage as the two seed, but we're going to play it at a neutral site, which isn't even a neutral site because Cleveland is a hell of a lot easier for Pittsburgh to get to than it is for anybody in Rochester or Syracuse and, and Buffalo as well. It would be a Steeler home game. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Not happening. Not happening. And it, damn the weather. Play it. Play it out. Let's go. If it snows, it snows. If it's windy, it's windy. You're not moving this game. Stop. If there is a state of emergency, that's a different thing. But no, he's talking about that. What? Name me one weather person that's de- describing this. State of emergency. My God, we're talking about a lake effect snowstorm. If it happens, we deal with this all the time. This is not a big this deal. Is like, this kind of goes to this. And yes, there were places around us that were affected by, by the winds on Tuesday night. Why were our kids like home Tuesday night? Why did everything get shut down oh Tuesday God. night? Fear. Oh. <laughs> yes. Danger. Make sure you'll be watching the news tonight. Or I will be on with Don Hellhart <gasps> talking about the fear that you should be feeling. You don't know, so you need to watch longer. That's why we lead with the weather in these situations. Because if you don't, your life will be in peril. <laughs> My favorite, for those of you watching the stream... At, at the Fad Rochester on YouTube and Twitch, my favorite is Gene moving off to the side as if we don't know that he's the guy that's doing the I have voice no of idea the what you're, I have yeah. no idea what you're it's talking about. It's my favorite. You're hiding from the camera, just like you're pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. Oh, that's, that, that's not Gene no, doing that, that voice? that is not me. That, that, that is can't not be me. you. It's my favorite. Baseball writer, too. When baseball writer shows up, somehow the, the camera on the video stream goes blank. Nobody knows where Gene went to, but maybe maybe Gene isn't baseball writer. I don't know. Uh, let's get to some takes. Takes on tap here in the sports bar as, uh, yeah, how about these bills, right? Five-game winning streak. Who would have thought that? But look at the ultimate prize. How long would that winning streak have to be, Mike Danger? Nine times. Yeah, it would be a nine-game winning streak. A nine-game winning streak for Buffalo in season. How many times has that ever happened before? The answer is never. The Buffalo Bills 1990 team, some may regard as the best Bills team ever. Uh, They won eight in a row that season. Uh, 1963, okay, if you want to say longest winning streak, they won the AFL championship, and then they carried that over to the next season. That ended up being 11 games. I'm just talking in season. A nine-game winning streak? Like, that's tough, okay? That is really, really tough for any team. You're going to need some breaks here if you want to get that nine-game winning streak. And I'm going to offer break number one, okay? That would be staying home. You need Cleveland or Houston to take out Baltimore. Danger, I know what you say. Hey, the Bills could go into Baltimore, but let somebody else take care of that. Keep Buffalo in Buffalo. This almost feels like this is destined because of you know, the bills and the sports bar being aligned that if they were to win the Super Bowl, get four more wins, it would equal a nine game winning streak. Nine times. Because it's all about us here in the sports bar, obviously. Nine game winning streak. You know, I'm into numerology, uh-huh. danger. That is uh-huh. that is a sign. That's yeah. a sign. Uh, it sure is. It sure is, pal. Let's uh, put a roll the tape. Nine game winning streak for the Buffalo Bills Super Bowl champs. Nine times. To answer your question, I wouldn't have seen them rattling off five in a row. No chance. And I know a lot of people who were critical of the Bills earlier this year have taken some heat. I don't know that I've taken any heat. You or I have taken any heat specifically. Um, 
you know, I, I had a massive rant after the Denver game really, really pissed me off. It, you, people were pulling me aside in Buffalo, complimenting you on that rant. I, I don't know that I was looking for, for compliments. I was just fed up. I mean, you have to be. You have to be fed up. And if anybody said, well, you didn't believe in this team, you didn't believe in this. Alone. No, it's not that I didn't believe in this team. It's like, how could you watch that and say that that's acceptable? Given what we know about the the expectations for this team, and it was just piss poor, and it still it hasn't completely. They've won five games, but save for the Dallas game, there hasn't been one where it's like, oh yeah, that that looks like the team that can win the Super Bowl. Even Sunday night, first half terrible, second half okay, you, you pulled it together, you got you did enough, and can they do enough? Yeah, maybe they can do enough. Um, but I would much rather be confident going in knowing like, I would love to be able to say, yeah, uh, bills minus 10 feels right. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. It feels like it's going to be a lot closer than bills minus 10. And that's because of the inconsistencies of this season. So five game winning streak is great. You need to get four more. And I, I think you're going to need a more complete game if you're going to ultimately get to where you want to go. But it's lining up nicely for him, Gino. It really is. It, you know, maybe this team danger, they, they would be going for nine straight wins this week if it weren't for two plays. Play number one, you had the game one, but you had 12 men on the field. And play number two, the guy hits a 59-yard field goal at the end of regulation to go to overtime. So crazy things have happened to this Buffalo Bills team. I'm just saying... I still think the Ravens are the class of this team. We're physical. Uh, like we talk about the Steelers being physical. Huh? That team is physical. Sure. Are. And the Steelers beat them twice. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, with the announcement of Bill Belichick retiring today, a lot of people saying greatest of all time, greatest head coach of all time, greatest head coach in the NFL of all time. Uh, I'm not shy about this take. I've, I've been saying it for weeks, knowing that this was eventually going to happen. I don't have Bill Belichick as the greatest head coach of all time. Let me give you my top five NFL head coaches all time. We're going to start at number five with Papa Bear, George Hallis, player, coach, owner. There's no National Football League without him. He won championships during a time that we can't even comprehend. Wars going on, people enlisting, six titles with the Bears, including 73 nothing against Washington back in 1940. <laughs> Can you imagine a Super Bowl with a final of 73 to nothing. to nothing? My God, the outrage. His name's on the NFC Championship Trophy, named to the 1963 inaugural class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Papa Bear George Hallis, number five on my list of the top five NFL head coaches of all time. Number four, his name's on the, the trophy, the Super Bowl trophy. We're talking Lombardi. Steely, competitive, tireless. You know, just like another Fordham grad that I know. That Vince Scully, yeah. <laughs> the Packers uh, were a reclamation project when Lombardi arrived in 1959. Five championships before he won the first two Super Bowls, before they even called the Super Bowl, over over the Chiefs, over the Raiders. A 900 playoff winning, winning percentage, and that's not going to be topped ever. He put his name on the biggest prize in football. Just an absolute legend, Vince Lombardi, number four. Number three, I'm going Shula, just because he's a winner. We know about the perfect season. We know about the most wins all time as an NFL head coach. 33 years on the sideline of the Colts and the Dolphins with 19 playoff appearances, six Super Bowl appearances, two titles, the only two losing seasons in that stretch. 
33 years, only two losing seasons. Retired in 95 after he took Miami to their 16th playoff appearance, Hall of Fame induction in 97. Shula's number three. Number two is where I have Belichick. He's owned the NFL for the better part of the last quarter century. He's the only coach to win six Super Bowls. I can't put him at one because of the debate that we're going to have for years to come. And it's the first thing people say when they talk about Belichick's legacy. Was it Belichick or was it Belichick with Brady? Who was really responsible for their dominance? And I think we all kind of, when you think about this intellectually, you know the answer. He's a great coach, but he's not the best ever by the standards I'm setting here. Number one, this list, Andy Reid, John Gruden, Mike Holmgren, Brian Billick, Mike Tomlin, John Harbaugh, Ron Rivera, Leslie Frazier, George Seifert, dozens more, all accomplished, some of them, some of those names, championship caliber head coaches who branch off the Bill Walsh coaching tree. Great coaches are not just coaches to the players. They're just making everybody closest to them better. Everybody around them improves. Walsh was named head coach and general manager of the Niners in 1979. In the previous season, the Niners went 2-14. and 14. They'd only won 31 of their previous 86 games. They were a dumpster fire. The 81 team won the Super Bowl. The 84 team won the Super Bowl. The 88 team won the Super Bowl. Walsh is my number one. Wow. A lot there, Danger. Good job. I Hard for me to argue on this, but I'm just going to point out about Belichick, the eras, right? Um, free agency, it makes a huge difference. Like the Niners didn't get broken up or any other team in that, that era. Bill Belichick had to kind of navigate through that. So you had Brady and you were able to win it multiple times with different casts. Like it, it reshaped there. You go from having Troy Brown and David Patton slappies like that to you the Randy Moss. The constant man. You still had the constant. There was one constant there the entire time. And and it's it was his team's greatest strength. And it'll also be the thing that may make people question whether or not he is the greatest of all time. And by the way, being on this list, saying that you're the second greatest head coach of all time doesn't mean we don't appreciate any of he's your the LeBron of Lowe's. That's right. Yeah. Like at worst, I'm saying he's the second best. So don't come at me with that's disrespectful. You don't know what you're talking about. No, I think when you really, really break it down and you think about it. If you're saying at worst, he's the second greatest head coach of all time, that's not a slight. It's not a slight. He did well, but because we'll always marry the two, you have to wonder, could he have done what he did if he didn't have the greatest quarterback of all time? And that is undisputed. Mm. Brady is the GOAT. Belichick is a defensive coordinator prior to New England. Mm. Yeah, with the Giants, too. He was uh, I, give good. A, I give him a little credit on that. He was good. All right, you, we go from your outstanding take to my silly take. Did you know Mickey Mouse is now in public domain? Yeah. How great is that? No more copyright for the mouse. So not only is this a win for weirdos in Times Square and elsewhere, thinking of all the creative possibilities here, Mickey Mouse in a slasher film, endless products. How about Mickey Mouse cigarettes? Mickey Mouse? There's going to be a Mickey Mouse adult theme. Oh my God! Can you imagine what? Hey, <laughs> no, Gene. Listen, here's today's fun fact in the sports bar. What film is this from? Danger. Uh, this is from. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know. Give Bri- me a Brit. Give Bri- me Bri- 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 Bri-
it's not from Mary Does Memphis. Oh, it's uh, Debbie know, Does Dallas. Dallas. Yes, um, that is in public domain too. Oh, good. Not because of the time element, like Wait, Mickey did, Mouse. Did you actually research that? Did you? I researched I, things that were in public domain. Not and on I just a, kinda came not on a company computer. I hope. Uh, no, it was on Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Um, the, the film, that film come, came out in the seventies and <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not because it's because whoever with a fine producer was of that film didn't file the paperwork yeah. for a copyright, Yes, which is why here in the sports <laughs> bar, we can use this music openly and freely when it comes to talking about hot NFL uniforms. Today's lesson of the day, courtesy of the sports bar. All right. Debbie Does Dallas is in the public domain. Thank you for that. G- Gino, not only is is that uh, that's a fact that I would not I would not have guessed. We try to strive. We're, we're going to give you an opinion today, every day. We're going to give you something you didn't know. Oh, man. That's good. That is rich. Um, yeah, Debbie Does Dallas. I don't know, man. That 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 is some hot uniform talk music if I've ever heard it. We you know, luckily now YouTube won't flag us knowing what we know. They won't flag us for any That's kind of That's why they don't. Yeah. That's why they don't. It's That's, it's out there and free. That's great. Uh, I have a non-sports take today as well. Uh if I may, I'd like to check in on everyone's resolution to get healthier in in the new year, right? Almost everybody goes into the new year with I need to work out more, I need to eat less junk food. Ooh, dry January. Let me make sure to drink less. And look, you've probably already bailed on the gym. You've had that IPA or maybe you've dipped into a vat of Chunky Monkey. I'm not here to judge. Don't beat yourself up. Next year, hell, next month, nay, tomorrow, you can start doing this to impress yourself and those around you. Set a tone. Here's how. Start taking progress pics of yourself and sharing them on social media. Every day, never actually working out. Don't change your diet. Keep posting progress pics. It's not like anybody's going to give you a response other than, hey, looking great, Bob, or hey, keep it up. Progress pics without exercising or changing your diet. A strong play to gain some momentum in 2023. I like it. (laughs) It's like everybody under the age of 25, right? They're taking selfies every day. But progress pics, you know, it's usually... You know, your friend that, that you haven't seen in years and you, you, you know, you happen to some, see some of their pictures. Of, oh, so-and-so is really getting into shape. Oh, so-and-so is posting a gym f- selfie. Oh, so-and-so is flexing. Oh, so-and-so just lost 30 pounds. Progress pics. You know what I'm talking about. Listen, the, the person that's really serious about this, you keep it to yourself. That's what you do. Like, you don't say, oh, I'm going to lose weight. We're making this resolution. And then, well, some, yeah. some people need that to put it out there some you put it out there in the universe and then you know you hold yourself accountable because the universe is now holding you accountable but i'm saying screw that just post pro- progress picks every day so how okay this is my challenge to my partner mike danger because every year we get around here mew 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 the weather mew, mew. Oh, i'm like wait a second mentally tough you know what's ahead okay uh-huh. so I'm, I'm gonna be like mcdermott here you need to be mentally tough and strong and physical to get to april yeah. what are you going to do that's you just have to have this mindset uh, dude I'm, I'm fine i'm good i mean i hate the weather it drives me nuts but i'm good i i know that there's a, a week on the beach for me somewhere in the next couple of months we'll get there and everything will be fine and i'll leave you here by yourself for a week and <laughs> yeah i'll be my toes will be in the sand and you'll be you'll be you know burying buried under uh you know lake effects nah, or whatever buddy. it is yeah uh let's get to maggie gray maggie and perloff 
She is uh, joining us next in the sports bar, not only to to claim her 2023 Take of the Year award. We got to talk some Buffalo Bills. We got to talk some Bill Belichick. Always love having Maggie on with us. You can hear her every morning on the fan with Maggie and Perloff. And she joins us next on the fan, Rochester. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. And when it comes to the NFL playoffs, you've got to win one game at a time. But when you bet the NFL playoffs on FanDuel, one game can meet a lot of wins. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. They have all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. Right now, every day, there's an NFL playoff game. FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. Look at any of these six games that we have coming up over the next three days this weekend. And, and how do you want to play those? Do you like the Bills minus the 10 points? Do you like Josh Allen to score an anytime touchdown? You can put all those together with an uh, no-sweat same-game parlay courtesy of FanDuel. Combine all your bets, a bigger payday, plus bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Mike if you don't already have an account and make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York, minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots announcing a mutual parting of ways today. After 24 years, the coach giving one last presser in New England. There's so many fond memories and, and uh, thoughts that I you know, think about the Patriots and, and I'll always be a Patriot. I look forward to coming back here, uh, but at this time... Uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna move on, and um, I look forward. I'm excited for the future. Meanwhile, in Buffalo, Dawson Knox and Deion Dawkins not practicing today. They're both under the weather. Bills a 10-point favorite over the Steelers for the wild card game coming up Sunday. We'll talk some Bills coming up next. Maggie Gray, CBS Sports Radio, joining us here in the Sports Bar. Tonight, it's game two of the six-game homestand for the Buffalo Sabres. They host Ottawa. Our coverage begins at 7. RIT Hockey tonight playing at Niagara. Gene Battaglia on the Sports Leader, the fan Rochester. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Is it mental? Man, I hope not. Uh, Because if it is, that means that solidifies probably something that maybe Bill's fans, maybe the organization doesn't want to face, which is the 13 seconds game might have been the best shot. And I'm not willing to say yet that they're not going to have another great shot at this and that they're not going to learn from those mistakes in that game and can be better for it. I'm not giving up. This hasn't beaten me down yet. Hell, we're Bill's fans. We've been through worse. And I think if a few things can break right and they can start peaking at the right time at the end of the season, in, why not the Bills, really? I mean, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We still have a great defense despite some of the injuries. I'm saying we now, like I'm suiting up for the team. <laughs> but I, I'm, still, I'm still with this team. That is the 2023 take of the year in the sports bar delivered by Rochester's own Maggie Gray. <laughs> We've claimed her as ours. You can hear her mornings on the fan Rochester. Maggie and Perloff joining us now in the sports bar to uh, accept her 2023 take of the year award and to talk some NFL. Maggie, hope you had a great holiday. How are you doing? Guys, light me on fire and throw me through a table. Look where we are. <laughs> Wild card weekend and the Bills are a 10-point favorite against the Steelers. Never thought. Never thought it was going to turn around. And, you know, not delusional. It's not like they're, you know, storming through the schedule here. It's been touch and go. But look where we are. Amazing. How'd this happen? Yeah, that's the question I was going to ask you, Maggie, because when you had that quote on our show, that was back in October, and we had yet to get to 12 men on the field. We had yet to get to that unbelievable loss in Philadelphia. The team was 6-6 six and six in the beginning of December, and yet they, they rattle off five straight wins. How have they been able to do it? I mean, listen, I think it's been a combination of things. One, I mean, the defense is playing is they're playing really, really well, right? I mean, it's yes, you got a couple people back like Daquan Jones. I know there's some injuries today with Rap and and Dotson. I don't think practice today, but you know that's a that's an anxiety for for tomorrow. But I think the defense. I mean, they've been playing a lot better. And I thought like one of the greatest moments that we've had as Bills fans was the game against the Cowboys. And I know that that game can't happen all the time. Basically, the Cowboys no-showed that game. They got off the plane. I think they <laughs> maybe they got a little cold. I don't know what it was. But the James Cook on the ground, the showing you have the ability, you have the discipline 
to go with what's working, go with the ground game and never look back was like one of the most fun games. And then, you know, listen, Josh is, is, is turning the ball over, but the defense has been able to, to bail them out. And then, you know, the offense has, has gotten and done like just enough. And, and here, and here the bills are with a chance to turn everything around. And they've gotten the wins, Maggie, but it hasn't been yeah. smooth except for that Dallas no. game. And, and so we look at the 10 points and we're like, at least I'm like, ah, God, that feels like a lot. Pittsburgh, for what it's worth, they play in a tougher division, and they've had a very similar season to the Buffalo Bills, save for their quarterback issues. They had offensive struggles. They moved on from their offensive coordinator. The Bills have Josh Allen. The Steelers play in, in the AFC North. Other than that, I feel like these two teams are very similar. Yeah, I don't think that Vegas, like, really, I, I don't know what the Bills are against the spread. I'm not sure how good Vegas has been, but it always feels very off to me. Like, didn't they have the Bills winning by like 14 points against the Patriots in the second Patriot game? Like that, 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 that never, you know, that, that, that was not where the Bills were at that time. So yeah, the 10 points is throwing me off a little bit. I think it's just because the clear difference at quarterback. And listen, as we've learned, the Bills can lose to anybody right now, right? They can also beat anybody, which is kind of fun. But I think it's such a, such a distinction that, you know, to have your quarterback healthy like Josh is, it looks like he practiced today, even though he's dealing with a neck injury. It's such a big discrepancy from, from uh, Mason Rudolph and the fact that TJ Watt's not playing, even though they are getting Minka Fitzpatrick back. And he said that he's a hundred percent. You're right. I think it's going to be a closer game. So I'm like prepared to kind of just sort of sweat this out, but it's, it's uh, I guess all you can ask for they're here. They got a, they got a, you know, kind of favorable. I'd rather be facing, you know, Pittsburgh at home than having to go to Kansas City and play in negative 10 degrees, you know, uh, against the Chiefs. That would have been rough. Yeah, Maggie, the, the anxiety level here about the weather, not the temperatures, but the wind and perhaps more importantly, which way the wind is going to be blowing here because there's some models that suggest you could have a weather event. We're talking the potential of a, a Colts game from, uh, you know, a few years ago in 2017. Oh. What does that do to your anxiety level? Because if that happens, uh, that's the, the great equalizer here, Maggie. Yeah, pass me a Molson triple X and then pass me another one, I guess what I would say. <laughs> because the bills are so funny to me, you know, especially this incarnation. I, I've said it a couple times, and, and I know other people have said it too. It's like the bills are a team that was built for a dome, but they play in one of the coldest cities in the country. And I never, and, and snowiest, obviously, and we all know that. So I, I don't understand sometimes you know, how sometimes the construction of the team, but if, you know, James Cook can continue to be someone they can rely on. And if it's a close game, the commitment to the run should never go away. And if it's going to be a massive weather event, then you're going to get James Cook running and you're going to get Josh Allen running. And that's going to probably be, be it. And then some toss, you know, throws to Kincaid and, and hopefully one or two explosive plays to Diggs is, is enough. Maggie, let's expand the view a little bit here and allow ourselves to live in a world where the, the Bills advance. What do you think about the rest of the AFC pool? What do you think about the NFC? How do you see the postseason shaking out here? Because there's some so many compelling matchups heading into this weekend. And like the way it lays out for a couple of teams, I could see a, a very reasonable path for the Buffalo Bills to actually end up in Vegas when it's all said and done. I mean, wow. I don't even know. I don't know if I can get there, right? But Yes, this is kind of interesting, especially like let's talk about the AFC for a second. Obviously, Lamar and the Ravens, I think, are just like a cut above, right? They're they're on a different level right now. But this is like probably the most vulnerable Chiefs team we've seen 
in the Mahomes era outside of the Super Bowl against Tom Brady when his whole offensive line got decimated and like who what what quarterback could succeed in those kind of conditions. So the fact that you have Mahomes, though Kelsey's having the worst year basically of his career, you know, the fact that the Chiefs listen, I'll say this and watch, they'll be like they'll win the Super Bowl. But like they, they don't <laughs> feel like the boogeyman that they have. And I know it took a Kadarius Tony lined up in the neutral zone for the Bills to beat the Chiefs, but you know, their offense is just not the same. And then beyond that, I mean, what, what are we talking about? So you have Lamar and you've got, you know, you've got Patrick Mahomes, but the offense isn't that great. And then the Dolphins are so banged up. You know, C.J. Stroud's a rookie for the Texans. You're starting Joe Flacco for the Browns, even though the defense is good. Like, this whole juggernaut of AFC quarterbacks that we talked about before the season, it turned out it's like three guys. You know, three and a half, if you want to give two a. You know, it's, it's not like all those great, all the quarterbacks we thought were so stacked in the AFC, you know, wh- where'd they go, you know? Um, it's really just, it's just super top-heavy. And then the NFC, man, I've been like, you know, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I'm not like a Brock Purdy is an MV is the MVP person because they have so many weapons. And I know that it takes a great point guard to get the ball in their hands. But I think I finally have to stop, you know, expecting Purdy to be something he's not and just say like, they're, they're amazing. You know, San Francisco is so good. And I think they're a cut above and then we'll see, you know, can the, you know, can the Cowboys really, turn their fortunes against San Francisco. I'll believe it when I see it, even though their playoff games have always been really tight. And beyond that, I mean, who in the NFC is really scaring you? Yeah, I, I'm concerned about your co-host, quite frankly. I mean, does he uh, <laughs> does he turn to hate watching the Eagles on Monday night, knowing, well, maybe there's a change in the air, and maybe we could get one of these big-name coaches? You know, it's funny. He started talking about we're we're doing the show today, and the Bill Belichick news breaks right in the middle of like first hour, second hour of the show, right mm-hmm. around seven thirty or whatever. And he starts talking about Belichick to the Eagles. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't get to hijack the Bill Belichick, you know, uh, parting <laughs> ways with New England story. Okay, first of all, if anyone's doing victory laps, it's me because first we got rid of Brady and now we got rid of Belichick and it's funny you get rid of Belichick right when we were starting to beat him a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, if anyone's doing victory laps, it's going to be the Buffalo Bills fans. And then secondly, you know, I, I, here's something I've learned about Eagles fans and maybe people generally from Philadelphia, but I don't like to bait with a broad brush. They're kind of miserable. I don't get it. <laughs> they're they're kind of miserable sports fans, and I, they boo a lot, and they throw batteries at Santa Claus and all that stuff. It's not an act, guys. They're really like that. And so I think Eagles fans are, are they're depressed right now prematurely. They don't think they have a shot against the Bucks. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it looks like A.J. Brown didn't practice today. Jalen Hurts, they said his finger's going to be okay. But uh, I'm, I'm only reveling a little bit in my co-host and his team um, falling flat at the end of the season. So, Maggie, I actually thought the same thing as, as Perloff when we were talking about Belichick earlier this afternoon, that, that you know, if, if they were to lose to Tampa, that Sirianni could be out and Roseman could make that call fairly easily. But also in the NFC East, I could see a scenario where if the Packers upset the Cowboys, Jerry yeah. Jones picks up the phone and gets his buddy Bill Belichick to, to, to coach a talented team in Dallas that just can't get over. I mean, d- do you see Belichick going to a team that is playing right now, or do you see Belichick going to a team that right now is looking for their next head coach? 
You know, interesting. I, I see like the, the original Adam Schefter, Mike Reese report from this morning that, that you guys from ESPN who broke the story said, like, name check the Atlanta Falcons. I'm like, all right, so you're going to tell me that the Atlanta Falcons, who blew the biggest lead in Super Bowl history, is now going to hire the coach that helped orchestrate that big comeback? That seems like particularly painful for the fans, but maybe nobody cares. Maybe it's just me holding on to stuff like that. Um, you know, the, the Cowboys thing is interesting, but I don't know that they're going to have that long to wait. You're right. If the Packers upset the Cowboys, maybe that sets the whole machine in motion. But if Mike McCarthy wins that first game, I think another team's going to scoop Belichick up. Like, I think it's either going to be the Chargers, maybe it is the Atlanta Falcons, and I don't know if there's, like, I think there's suitors here for Belichick, and so I don't know if the Cowboys would be able to wait, um, or, or he would wait around for the Cowboys unless he has some kind of guarantee from Jerry Jones. If we back up, there's been so many things we haven't expected. One of them, some may say it was expected, Mike Vrabel uh, out in Tennessee. Are there like back channel conversations? Because I'm just wondering, did Vrabel go to management and say, hey, if this job is open and well, if it's open, then do you really want to be here? I mean, your thoughts here on the carousel and how many of these jobs actually right now, Maggie, are kind of predetermined? Well, I mean, the people who authored the Rooney Rule would probably hate to hear that unless, of course, you know, it's a, it's a minority candidate. But, you know, listen, if you're talking about from a Buffalo Bills perspective, last person I want to see is Rabel. I mean, Rabel, that, that, that's going to be tough. I want some, you know, the person after Belichick to come in and kind of flounder a little bit and sort of be like all the Belichick assistants who go, you know, get into the head job and then totally stink like a Josh McDaniels, you know, or something like that. He'll have Ravel in there. Like, that guy can actually coach. Oh, boy. He might have something. Uh, uh, that'd be tough. Uh, I, I'd like a couple more win, wins against, uh, a couple more easy ones against the Patriots. But, um, but that being said, I do think, I think it's relationships, right? Like, I, I think it's like any business. I think it's, it's based on relationships. And what I find fascinating about Vrabel and the Patriots is, you know, the, all the reporting was Gerard Mayo was going to have that job, right? I mean, his career with the Patriots, He's in the building, and now maybe the Vrabel thing really shakes that up. And and I'm curious, you know, how it's going to go from there. It, it's a wild scene. Don't you guys notice something else that's going on? Like, people will pencil in Belichick for any job. But meanwhile, Pete Carroll, who, like, just got basically shoved to the side yesterday, has won a Super Bowl, should have won the second one against the Patriots if they just hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch, has won two college football championships, like, is an amazing coach, same age as Belichick. Crickets. Like, you know, maybe, maybe the Chargers might give him an interview. It's like, I don't know. I think Pete Carroll's still got a lot left in the tank, too. Maggie, I wanted to, to shift to, you know, this is more of a national story. You host a national show, and this isn't about the coaching carousel, but it's very relevant to what happens with the first pick in the NFL draft in April. What do the Bears do? Yeah. You know, I've been steadfast on this the whole time. I don't think if you're the Bears, how do you pass? on the number one overall pick two years in a row, unless you have a slam dunk franchise quarterback on your roster. Like, how do you justify that? You know, and and I like watching Justin Fields play and he's progressed and it's not about that, but are you sure he's going to be like a top five quarterback someday? Do you think he has that ceiling or that kind of potential? I'm not necessarily sold on that. So to me, if I'm a fan of the bears, this is egregious. Like, Good job on you. You traded last year's pick. You know, it ended up working out in your favor. 
and you got a haul for it and you're on your way. But to pass again on the number one overall pick, I just don't know how you can do it. You know, you can get Caleb Williams. I, I think no matter what mock draft or smoke screen or whatever you read, he's been the guy since he was basically coming out of high school. And I think it's going to be him. And it also resets like your team from a salary perspective. You know, you keep Justin Fields, you got to pay him. You got to pay him something. It's not going to be small. You start over with Caleb Williams. You have a young, a rookie on a rookie salary. I just, I didn't understand why they kept their head coach, Matt Eberflus, and then fired everyone on the offensive side. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I don't get it. (laughs) Maggie, I don't want to uh, get cocky here uh, with the Buffalo Bills, but I look in the future and I look at the division for so many years, like the Chiefs are winning the AFC West by default. And, well, you got a big rebuild now in New England. Uh, You've got a 40-year-old quarterback and a perpetual underachiever in New York. And I know that Miami is going to have to pay Tua a lot of money. And who knows what? You've owned that Dolphin team. Can we feel pretty good about the future here in Western New York? I mean, listen, four division titles in a row. This, uh, you know, only uh, not that long ago, that that seemed like a pipe dream. So I, I don't see why they can't keep the good times rolling. Here's my only thing. And here's a question for you guys, because I don't necessarily have the answer to this. If something happens and the Bills lose to the Steelers, I, I, I don't want them to. But let's just say something happens and they lose that game, whether the weather's bad or whatever. Fill in the blank there. What happens to McDermott? Because no, nothing, I, nothing. I don't know. Nothing. You don't think so? Nothing happens. I'm not saying that nothing should happen to him, but nothing will happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, listen, they went on a winning streak, no matter how, um, you know, uh, non-aesthetic it was. On, on not, not exactly aesthetically pleasing, but they did get those wins. So maybe they deserve that. But um, that, that was that's the one question I can't really figure out the only, the only caveat i would put there because i i'll point to like the leslie frazier dismissal we spent a lot of time talking about that that was weird the timing was way past due on that and you're wondering did that actually come from the owner and we talked to people like yeah that sounded like that was uh, an owner dictate there so mm-hmm. what is in the mind of terry pagula maggie he hasn't spoken publicly in four years so ultimately yeah. if for some reason, McDermott rubs him the wrong way, but we don't we don't have any indication that uh, that that's the case. Yeah, that, it is interesting. You're right. I mean, Pagula's not you know not exactly Jerry Jones doing weekly you know <laughs> radio hits and talking after the, in the locker room after the game, basically taking credit for every win. So it is different. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 something I can't really un- understand. I know there's changes behind the scenes. It's mostly on the business side, right, with the Bills. Yeah. But I don't know who's ultimately making the coaching decisions. Is it Terry Pagula? What's Brandon Bean doing there? And and McDermott, I think, has a ton of power. Um, and I understand why. He has a ton of power. But I, I, ultimately, I don't think it excuses him from some of the mistakes that we've seen this year. I mean, they are where they are, and they deserve credit for that. But, I mean, the way right. they lost some of those games, hell, the way they won some of those games, you have to look right at the head coach and yeah. say, what are you doing? I would say this too, Maggie, because there was two different narratives nationally and locally. I kind of observed everybody with that team. The tight on piece was kind of embarrassing. You never want to have a quote like that. I didn't, there wasn't anybody 
to my knowledge, really turning their back on McDermott. And I guess that, that that's all that kind of matters here. And in fact, that came out, and then the Bills win in Kansas City, and they go on this run. Yeah. So maybe if there is a parade someday, hey, I want Ty Dunn kind of leading the parade there. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it, it's funny. And, you know, listen, they were never going to fire him when that came out because it happened years ago. So that would have looked, you know, and, and it wasn't a secret. So people knew about it. And you knew that he had already moved past it. Then it just took the news cycle to move past it. I don't know if, if Kadarius Tony doesn't line up in the neutral zone. I'm not sure what happens, but um, huh. yeah, that's a, it's it's interesting because you're right. You know, credit to the team, they didn't allow that to become a distraction any longer than it was. Right? It was a news story. Ties reporting. It lasted for a couple days, and then ultimately, like they turned the page on it. And that's a credit to I think Josh Allen and the other leaders on the team for just sort of closing like closing ranks, if you will, and just saying, hey, we've got McDermott's back and nothing's going to change that. Uh, Maggie, I'm happy to report before we let you go that you have already been nominated for Take of the Year 2024. <laughs> Philadelphia, fans, Philadelphia fans are miserable, and your, your take on Philadelphia fans, I think we will isolate that and, and put that in as our January nominee for 2024's okay. Take of the Year. You can absolutely do that as long as nobody promises to tell my boss, Spike Eskin, who oh, is I know from Spike. Philadelphia. We're, don't worry. We, oh, I know. Spike and I can hash it out. We'll be okay. <laughs> no danger. I know Spike is like loves you and respects you so much. Um, as long as you promise not to send this clip directly to him now. <laughs> I would really appreciate that. <laughs> okay, we got we got to have Maggie's back on this. Spike day. is actually like I think if you said that to Spike, he would actually kind of be like, "Yeah, we kind of are miserable." I think he might actually agree with your take, Maggie. Let's not test that theory. <laughs> Let's just leave that as a hypothetical. Sure, you're the absolute best. We'll be listening for you tomorrow morning on the show, Maggie. Appreciate the time as always. Gene Danger, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. There Maggie she is, Maggie Gray. Gray. Uh, co-host of Maggie and Perloff. You can hear her mornings on CBS Sports Radio here on the Fan Rochester. Rochester's own Maggie Gray. Stuff, you know, man. you know, like you play that for Catalana or oh, any Philadelphia, like fumes. Yeah, you you'll see steam coming out of their head. Yes, absolutely. But I think, if, like, if you look back, and if you're a Philly fan and you look in the mirror, you kind of might agree with it. Like, yeah, we kind of are miserable. Like we do get angry. We do have a shorter fuse than most. And a lot of it, believe it or not, does stem from the sports media landscape there in Philadelphia. It is harsh, man. It is cutthroat. Yeah. As evident by, Hey, you went to the Super Bowl last year. Oh my gosh. This coach has to get him out and he'll be gone. You watch. Yeah. Uh, appreciate Maggie stopping by our 2023 take of the year award winner and, and strong again in her appearance today. We'll isolate that for take of the year 2024. Wow. Uh, well, we got a lot of ground to cover here, including the Bills injury report. A couple names. Uh, one in particular was not on the injury report yesterday. We'll get to that coming up in your happy hour. Yeah. And you're welcome to join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line. That number is 866-4FAN, award-winning barbecue from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Fire up your next party, work event, or function with award-winning barbecue catered from Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub. Good Smoke Barbecue's mouth-watering pulled pork, savory ribs, and tender brisket will create an authentic, slow-smoked barbecue fest for your guests. For any event, Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub delivers the perfect blend of barbecue flavor and service you expect. Visit GoodSmokeBarbecue.com for the catering menu and order form. Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub, modern barbecue experts at 135 West Commercial Street in ER. And Good Smoke Barbecue. BBQ.com. 
You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.